God has created us to be transformed into a different creature with with a different mind. The sound mind the Word talks about is the mind of Christ. We can't worry about every bad thing going on in the world. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Are you happy today? Okay, I want to encourage everybody today, and I want to start by asking you all a question. The question is, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Over the next six or five or six minutes, I'm going to try to convince you that you are either already out of your mind or you need to be. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Apostle Paul says this, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve of what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now let's talk about the world as it is presented to us today. The economy stinks. Unemployment is at its highest level in a generation. We're trillions of dollars in debt. We're at war with Afghanistan and Iraq. There's a crazy North Korean and an Iranian dictator who has nuclear power. AIDS and hunger and poverty threaten entire nations. Gay marriage is approaching acceptance. Abortion is still legal. Our environment is being challenged by global warming. Corruption invades our political systems around the world. And that's just the news last night. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that when Paul said, don't conform to the pattern of this world, he wasn't just talking about becoming worldly or callous to immorality or falling into worldly temptation. I think he was also referring to just seeing the world through the eyes of the world. And what I mean by that is all this bad stuff that's going on in the world comes at us nonstop these days, every hour on the hour from a dozen different sources. And it seems that the world shoves itself at us so hard that we have no choice but to receive it just as it's presented. So it's no wonder that there's so much fear and anxiety and depression and hopelessness and all the things that we know are not manufactured in the kingdom of God. The word says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. And of love and of a sound mind. So what's the answer? We turn off the TV, the computer, the cell phone. No, I don't think that that's what Paul is saying. He didn't say ignore the world. He didn't say bury our head in the sand. He said don't conform to it. This is the place where the word makes it clear that we're different from the world. It says that because we've accepted Christ that we can begin to renew our mind. And the word actually says that we can have the mind of Christ. 
And I can't imagine having the mindset of Christ and spending any time at all worrying about or spending time reacting to all of these troubling things going on in the world. He has called us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You know, a caterpillar can't fly, but it was born to do it. When it goes into a cocoon, it emerges as a butterfly. It transforms into what it was destined to be. And even when it was a caterpillar, it had the DNA to become a a butterfly. The transformation revealed the character of what it was created to be. And it's the same way with us. God has created us to be transformed into a different creature with with a different mind. The sound mind the Word talks about is the mind of Christ. We can't worry about every bad thing going on in the world. We certainly can't let what's going on in the world influence our every decision. God has everything under control. And by faith, we can see the world today as Christ sees it. We can stand on the promises he's given us to thrive and to prosper in spite of anything the world can throw at us. What I'm saying is we need to live out of our mind. We need to start living in the power and the confidence of the mind of Christ. The world says, I'm a mess. The mind of Christ says, I know. It always has been. The world says things are getting worse and worse, and sooner or later it's going to ruin your life. The mind of Christ says, by the grace of God, I'm saved. I'm redeemed. And I'm a child of the king. And I'm not afraid of the world or anything in it. The world says nothing can be done to change the hopeless state we're in. And the mind of Christ says, all things are possible to them that love the Lord. And he who lives in me has overcome the world. My hope is in Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Will you do something for me this morning? Will you just turn to the person next to you and say, you're out of your mind. (laughs) And the other person should say, thank you. Do you feel sometimes like the pressures of life have hindered your generous spirit? Stay right there. Listen as Bobby inspires you to reach out to others with your time, talent, and resources. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But let me ask you, do you feel generous today? (laughs) I'm wondering because I want to talk about being a generous person for just a few minutes. I think most of us consider ourselves pretty generous, even though it seems to come naturally from some people. But can you think of the last time someone was really generous to you? When someone really went out of their way to help you or to give you something? Well, I don't know about you, but I was very fortunate to grow up around a few very generous people. My mother, for instance, was extremely generous and still is. But you know, the one who impacted me the most 
with his generosity was Dana's dad. His name was Darius and my father-in-law. And before, uh, well, after my father died and before Dana and I were married, my father-in-law used to spend a lot of time with my brother Glenn and I and some other young men in our church. He was always buying our dinner at restaurants, and since he was a car dealer, whenever we had car trouble, he would just loan us one of his cars to drive. Sometimes he would call us up and he would say, uh, I've got this new sports car, a new Porsche or a new Corvette, and I need you to come down here and drive this car for a few days <laughs> to, to check it out and tell me how it drives. And we'd say, well, if you really need me <laughs> to do that. But he just knew that we would enjoy doing that. And sometimes when we resisted all of his kindness because we felt like we were taking advantage of him, he always had a way of making us feel like it was his pleasure to help us. You see, even though he was a successful business person, his generous spirit is what you would first notice about him. How many of you know that a generous person can impact your life? You know, we've all heard the expression that you can't outgive God, and that's true. But I also believe that you can't outgive anyone. Because when you have a generous spirit, you are always the beneficiary of your giving. So as spirit-filled Christians, we are all called to be generous. Generosity is a character trait of Jesus Christ. And the word says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. But the spirit of generosity that I'm talking about that's needed in my life and needed in your life has nothing to do with the needs of the church. And it has everything to do with us living in faith and walking and communing with the Lord. Because at the heart of our Christian experience, having been saved by grace, it's to be able to give of ourselves and of our resources. As the word says, to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So being generous doesn't have much to do with how much you have or how much you give. It's about how much you give of what you are blessed to have. And generosity isn't a statement that you need to make. It's just a lifestyle that develops when you let God's love and compassion for other people into your life. So we were meant to be generous, and we need to strive to be more generous. Even though our lifestyles and our culture screams otherwise, we fight materialism on one front, and the fear of losing everything we have on the other. But the word promises us that a generous spirit always comes back to us. The word says, give generously and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord will bless you in all of your work. 
on everything you put your hand to. In other words, it's impossible to be too generous. Do you feel like the pressures of life have hindered your generous spirit? Do you ever say, I wish I could be more generous, but I can't? If that's you, then you're letting the enemy defeat you in this area of your life. And I know the Lord wants to lift you out of that today and allow your generous spirit to breathe again. You simply need to start reaching out to others with your time, with your talent, with your prayers, and with your resources. And as we do that, that generous spirit that's inspired by the Lord will open the doors of destiny for every one of us. And as we give of ourselves, God will bless us in ways that we can't even imagine. And if we do that, I promise you that something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Do you feel a lack of motivation in your life today? Listen to discover how you can be inspired and motivated like never before. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. But first, my job this morning is to encourage you by motivating you. Now, just about everyone is really motivated by something. There's usually something in a person's life that they're so passionate about that they don't have any problem getting motivated to work on or pursue with all their energy. For instance, in case you haven't heard, uh, Dana and I are going to welcome our first grandchild, our granddaughter, into the world in just a week or two. And and it's from our oldest daughter, Ashley. And, And even newer news is this week our youngest daughter, Elise, has announced that she is also with child. So we're excited and apparently, thank you. Thank you. Apparently, chaos will continue to reign in the Bollinger clan. But, but, but listen to this. When Dana learned that our much-awaited grandchild was coming, she became the perfect example of a motivated person. You see, there were two nurseries that needed to be created, one at Ashley's house and one at ours. And Dana leaped into action, and our houses became one big blur of paint, fabric, furniture, accessories, and baby products. 
And every last detail was crucial and time was critical because the baby is coming and the room has to be finished on time and nothing was going to stop my wife from making that happen. And I'm happy to tell you that these nurseries got finished. It was pure motivation and we all know what it is and we all know we don't have, we just don't have it all the time. Motivation just doesn't work that way. Even when we're passionate about something, it's our nature to lose our motivation sometimes. There's an old saying like this, motivation doesn't last, but neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So we know that being motivated gives us the energy, the edge to ramp up our efforts. And we know that God intends and expects us to work till he comes. You know, he has a purpose for each of us and we all need to get with it. The word says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And the Lord said in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. So I believe that the key to being motivated is not to focus on what you do but to focus on what motivates you to do what you do. I guess I have to say that again. The key to being motivated is not to focus on what you do, but to focus on what motivates you to do what you do. And I'm going to tell you what will motivate you and I the most is when we simply speak of the God of the universe. And I have to think, Ms. Priscilla Shire for doing it this way. You see, God, he's the first and the last. The beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He's the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was. He always is. He always will be. He's unmoved, unchanged undefeated and never undone. He was bruised, but brought healing. He was pierced, but eased the pain. He was persecuted, but brought freedom. He was dead, but brings life. He was risen to bring power and he reigns to bring peace. The world can't understand him. Armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him and leaders can't ignore him. He's light, he's love, he's longevity, and he is our Lord. He's goodness and kindness and faithfulness, and he is our God. He is holy and righteous, powerful and pure. His ways are right, his words eternal, his will unchanging, his mind is always on us. He's our Savior our guide, our peace, our comfort, our joy. I serve him because his bond is love. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And his goal for us is an abundant life. I follow him because he's the wisdom of the wise, the power of the powerful, the ruler of rulers, the leader of all leaders. His goal is a relationship with me. 
He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never mislead you and never forget you. He'll never overlook you and he'll never cancel his appointment with you in his book. When you fall, he'll lift you up. When you fail, he'll forgive you. When you're weak, he's strong. When you're lost, he will find you. When you're afraid, he's your courage. When you stumble, he'll steady you. When you're hurt, he'll heal you. When you're broken, he'll mend you. When you're blind, he'll lead you. When you're hungry, he will feed you. When I face trials, he's with me. When I face persecution, he shields me. And when we face death, he'll come and he'll carry us all home. He's everything for everybody, everywhere, every time, in every way. He's God. He's majestic. And he's King of Kings. And he's Lord of Lords. And I telling you this morning, that's who he is. And that's who you and I belong to today. You see, nothing can motivate us and inspire our spirit like proclaiming the greatness of God. Even though our words fall short to do it, Just the exercise breathes life into our very soul. Do you feel a lack of motivation in your life today? Well, just try to describe the one who made you and who saved you and who claims you for his own. And I promise you that you'll be lifted to a place where only something good can happen. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org, 847-312-8197 or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.